Parshas Mishpatim is different. No more storytelling. By now, all those implicit lessons contained in the biblical narrative are expected to be part of who we are. We're now ready to implement all those ethical, moral principles. Now the Torah becomes very specific and detailed about the simple, (laughs) mundane, everyday concerns, like how we treat our slaves and servants, the laws of custodial responsibility towards criminal law, and so much more. Our parsha begins with a verse, Ve'ele ha-mishpotim asher lifnehem. These are the laws that you shall place before them. This choice of words, place before them, is uh, surprising. Why not say these are the laws that you shall teach them or present to them? Rashi quotes Mechilta. Hashem said to Moshe, It shall not occur to you to say, I will teach them the chapter and the halacha two or three times. Ad until it will be arranged in their mouths in its format. I will not bother to explain to them the reasons for the law and its full explanation. Therefore it says, You shall place before them, meaning that it shall be it should be like food is set on a table before a person to eat. Now this is kind of a disturbing midrash. We're talking about Moshe Rabbeinu. You know, Moshe Rabbeinu had many roles. Moshe Rabbeinu was a prophet, actually the greatest of all prophets. Moshe Rabbeinu was a king and a leader of the Jewish people. But his most, the most important role that Moshe Rabbeinu played was that of being a teacher of Torah. We don't refer to Moshe Rabbeinu as Moshe the prophet, Moshe Hanovi or Moshe the king, King Moshe. 
we refer to him as Moshe Rabbeinu, Moshe, our teacher. Moshe Rabbeinu taught us all of Torah. Moshe Rabbeinu was the teacher par excellence. The greatest teacher we ever had. Now you don't need to be a super educator to know that explaining is essential. When the student understands the underlying ideas, his grasp of the subject matter is so much better. Why would Moshe Rabbeinu consider, why would it occur to him that Torah should be taught by memorizing unexplained texts? It's interesting that in the Yerushalmi, in the Jerusalem Talmud, in the end of the second chapter of Avodah Zorah, there's the following quote in the name of Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai. Tony Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai, Rabbi Shimon Ben Yochai taught, Ve'ela ha-mishpotim asher tosim lufneihem, ma ha-simo ha-zois. Eino niglis lechol brie, kach ein lechorishus lechakea atzmecho bedivrei toire, elo lefnei bnei odom ksheirim. The word sima in Aramaic refers to a treasure. Rip Shimon Bayechoi is saying, that the Torah chooses to use the phrase tosim to hint that Torah should be treated like a sima, like a treasure. Not to be revealed to just anyone. Torah needs to be concealed. It should only be revealed to those worthy. So, it's the same word, Tosim, from which the Mechilta learns that Torah should be put forth like food on a table, fully explained, made accessible. From this same word, Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai learns that Torah should be guarded like a treasure and not revealed to everyone. It seems like It's a delicate balance. In teaching Torah, we're juggling two important values. On one hand, Torah is knowledge, the ultimate knowledge. Knowledge is power, and power should be shared. Everyone has the right to know. Everyone should be empowered with a means to lead a meaningful life. Torah should be made available and accessible to everyone. There should be no gatekeeper before the law. On the other hand, Torah is divine. 
Torah knowledge has a purpose, a clearly defined purpose. Lilmoid almenas lasois. The goal of learning Torah is self-improvement. We might make Torah user-friendly, but we need to make sure that it doesn't become abuser-friendly. Torah needs to be guarded. We need to make sure that the intentions for learning are right, that they are in tune with the goals of Torah. The Mishnah in Avoy says, Ben Chomesh Lemikro. We begin teaching a child Chomesh at the age of five. What do we do until then? Says the Maharal, until then we teach the Derech Eretz Kodmola Toiro. Chazal say that before we even begin to learn Torah, we need to work on the improvement of character, at least on the most basic level. The Gemara Meseches Brochois, Dafchof Ches 28a, tells us that Rabban Gamliel proclaimed Kol Misha Ein Toichoi Kevaroi that no disciple whose character doesn't correspond to his interior may enter the base medrash. And he placed a guard at the entrance to enforce this. The obvious question is, we're talking about one who's Exterior appearance doesn't correspond with his interior. How would the guard know this? How can he tell? There's an interesting explanation by one of the commentators. The guard let nobody into the base midrash. Those with the right intentions, who cared enough to learn Torah for the right reasons, were not deterred. They can't be held back by the guard. The risk of learning Torah for the wrong reasons is the greatest when it comes to mishpotim. The parsha begins with the Pasik, Ve'ele Hamishpotim Asher Tosim Lifnehem. Starting a parsha with a vov, which in Hebrew means and Ve'ele, and these are the laws, is unusual. This is a new beginning. Why begin with and? Rashi says, Ve'ele, vov moisif al inyan rishoin. Ma horishoinim mi sinai? 
as Elumi Sinai. The Torah is connecting and comparing what it says here with what it said in the previous Parsha. Meaning to say that just like the Ten Commandments that appeared in the previous Parsha were revealed at Har Sinai, so also the Mishpatim, the laws that appear in this Parsha, are from Sinai. Now Rashi, in the beginning of Parsha's Bahar, tells us that all 613 commandments were given at Sinai. So why the special emphasis here that the Mishpotim are from Sinai? It would seem that when it comes to the ritual side of Torah, we naturally associate it with revelation. Whereas when it comes to civil law, towards criminal law, the divine origin and spiritual dimension are not self-evident. And therefore, the Torah emphasizes just like the Ten Commandments are from Sinai, so also these laws are from Sinai. One should experience the same spiritual high when being honest in his business dealings as when performing the rituals. Rashi goes on to say, and why was this section that details judicial matters placed right after the end of Parshish Yisroi that deals with the altar? To tell you that you shall place the high court adjacent to the altar. Once again, there shall be no separation between the sphere of ritual performance and the legal side of Torah. Revelation doesn't compete with logic. On the contrary, logic is a form of revelation. Man was created in the image of God and his mind expresses the divine as long as his mind is pure. The logical decisions of Bezdin are considered the word of Hashem. Elohim Nitzov Ba'adas Kale. But it's particularly in the legal sphere of Torah that is concerned that someone lacking the proper approach might feel entitled to twist things around in a way that suits him. And therefore here the Torah uses the phrase Tosim. Torah should be treated like a treasure. It shouldn't, re- it shouldn't lose its awe-inspiring quality. We might say that this is the reason that Moshe Rabbeinu 
considered teaching the laws without explaining the full rationale behind them. So that only those who dedicate themselves to toil and Torah will access their full meaning. However, Hashem tells him otherwise, place it before them like food on the table. As long as a person displays a genuine interest in learning Torah, he should be taught everything. Hashem says to Moshe, no worries. As long as one desires learning Torah for the right reasons, the more he will know, the more he will realize that he does not yet know. Tosim lefnehem, in the sense of putting it on the table, and tosim lefnehem, in the sense of treating it like a treasure, can go hand in hand. A guten Shabbos.